Welcome to the climb! It's the show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Listen, you're gonna need leverage. You don't want to be an artist without leverage. You got leverage? The managers are going to come to you. If you have leverage, the labels are going to come to you. If you have leverage, the bookers are going to come to you. Everything that you desire right now comes after you create the leverage. We want you to win. That's why this podcast exists. So that's why we named it The Climb, Creating Leverage in the Music Business, C-L-I-M-B. Genius. So uh, the man that came up with that is my incredibly talented wordsmith co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he's also a model American. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. And you can find Brent really easy. It's at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. Basically, they help you find your sound, and they help you find your audience. Not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating cash flow. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S. We all know why there's no S, because there is no other Johnny D. Oh, yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm doing hunky-dory. I'm I'm ready to just ride along. I'm riding shotgun. I'm in the little sidecar on your motorcycle of, <laughs> of knowledge. I'm the Robin to your Batman tonight, You're riding shoddy. There you go. <clears throat> Do you know where that turn so, came from, by the way? No. So, well, wait. Riding shotgun? Yeah. I'm thinking it's an old west thing when one guy's driving the stagecoach, got the reins in his hand, whipping the horses, whatever, and the other guy's riding shotgun to keep the bat desperados That's off right. the cash box That's in the stagecoach. That's exactly right. There you go. See, you knew. you knew the whole time. Right there. there we go, cowboy cred right there. Giddy up. You're a genius. So, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to reveal the dirty little secret about Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Sounds positively scandalous. It is. You're listening, you're listening to Vera at night. And that no, secret I is... Secret. Oh, wait. Before we oh. do the secret. Oh, ooh, that's mean. I think we have a review. Yes, we do. Let's see. All right. That's just mean. All right. Dirty Little Secret's going to wait. Climb on, it says. That's what she said. Is it a five-star? No. It is a five-star review. It says, climb on. It's by Jer Hill. 1950. I don't know if that stands for Jerry, Geraldine, Jerome. I don't know. Jerhill, 1950. It's a five-star review. It says, I love this podcast. Brent is throwing down the wisdom and truth for songwriters who want to cross the line into protom. Uh, Got to say, Dr. D won me over with 22 immutable laws of marketing. Big old Johnny shout out there. Ooh, yeah. Here we go. If you're ready to move on up and you're willing to do the work, this may be the jump start you're looking for. Climb on. I Rock love on, that. Right? Thank you, Jer Hill, 1950. Thank you. It rolls right off the tongue. 
Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And thanks to everyone who's listening, leaving reviews. We're trying to catch up. Thankfully, your reviews are getting ahead of our episodes. That's awesome. That's right. There you go. I love it. So, um, man, today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna clarify a couple of things that uh, that I, I think uh, artists stumble over because we want to believe so bad, you know. And when mm-hmm. you want to believe so bad, you we, again we easily sort of manipulate the data into correlating with our beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You see what you want to see. <clears throat> but the dirty I- secret. What? What is that? I say, you see what you want to see. Yeah, that's right. You, you want to be hammer bad enough? Everything looks like a nail. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know. The, the, or, or really baggy pants if you want to be an MC hammer. There's a dirty secret about companies like Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Reverb Nation, Bandzoogle, Bandcamp, Backstage, blah, 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 blah. And it's funny to me that these companies continue to sprout up. And it's even funnier to me that these companies continue to uh, get VC money. You know, they're getting venture capital money from third-party companies because they have, like, this cool new idea with a different spin. And it's a new way for artists and consumers to do business, you know. So we Mm -hmm. keep coming up with these new ways for artists and consumers to do business. But there's one really, really big thing that's missing. Oh, oh, wait. I know what the secret is. You do? It's the Illuminati, isn't it? <laughs> is it? If no, not connected no, like, to the Illuminati. <laughs> is, it the, is it the Bilderberg group? Is it that thing? Dude. I've heard of that. We were watching uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider with my nephew when he was here last week. He's nine years yeah. old, and he's like, that's the Illuminati. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> he's nine. I was just like, what are you talking about? And Masons, it was dude. it was the Illuminati. The He'd never seen yeah. that movie, but he he recognized the Illuminati, and it was insane. I'm like, wow, kid, you're you're genius. Like, look at you. But no, here's the secret. The secret is like we keep coming up with more and more and more ways for again for for artists and consumers to do business. But what is the one thing nobody's actually focusing on? Sometimes I feel it's like outside of this podcast, we're not really nobody's focusing on it, mm-hmm. and that is the reason that you're going to do business. You know, the music industry is suffering because consumers don't need more ways to connect with artists and purchase products. They need more reasons. If we focus as artists on creating reasons, like really, truly focus on creating the reasons consumers want to buy, because uh, that's ultimately what music marketing is all about, influencing a buying decision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we create more reasons for them to buy the music, then I got another little secret for you. Value mm-hmm. bomb, the distribution doesn't matter. Area 51. Doesn't matter. Like, oh, you, you yes. can find it anywhere. You can find it anywhere. Um, uh, case in point, uh, just recently, this past week, Jay-Z released his latest record. And in an attempt to push consumers to title his company mm-hmm. that he owns, which is yep. fledgling, um, he is, he only released it on title. Mm-hmm. I think it was for the first week. It might have been for the first month. Um, one of those two. Uh, the result of that was mm-hmm. that one million people illegally downloaded the record. Ouch. So, Backfire. guess what? Jay-Z 
has this really big brand name, and mm-hmm. everybody had a really dying, pressing need to go and find that music. And when he mm-hmm. put the blockade up, right, and said, well, you're going to have to be a part of Tidal and, you know, have this whole new thing and do this and blah, 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 and there's all these steps, they said, screw you, and they found their way to do it. Screw you. I love you. Yeah. Screw you. I love you so much, I'm going to steal your music. But, <laughs> right. I, but, but I love that, you so much, I'm going to pick your pocket. That's right. But that is, in fact, proof positive that what I'm telling you is true. Like, when we were working with the Colin Ray record, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's just used to sending everybody to iTunes and I'm like well, mm-hmm. well let's have a presence on iTunes because some people just want to go there to get music and CD and they, and they may trust it going to, I already got my info I feel safe exactly not, we're yeah. certainly going to be there I'm not saying don't be there but you know what set up a store for him because it's Colin Ray we've got a reason people know who he is they want to mm-hmm. buy that record when they have that reason why don't they buy just directly from us and we can get 100% of the money right and we can throw in a t-shirt and like 50% and we can throw in some exactly, other stuff. Exactly. Bundles. I mean, we did that. And mm-hmm. that, and yeah, better deals. I mean, and guess what? Like half of the buyers, and this was like, gosh, 2013. So that's four years ago now. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and we have even had greater sales, like uh, greater percentages on Bailey's stuff than Colin Ray because people are still a little worried about that. But now, man, you know, if you're creating the reason, they'll find you. They'll come mm-hmm. to your store. They'll give you more money, you know, mm-hmm. if you're creating that reason. And so there's, I mean, there's this new one that, uh, what, what got me thinking about this was uh, a little while back, there was a new startup called Backstage and it's it's spelled B-K-S-T-G, kind of like the short text version of Backstage. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like $20 million of venture capital money to start up this whole thing. I mean, has anybody ever heard of it? No. Why? Because it's just another way to do business. There's not a reason. And mm-hmm. I think that if we go back, and we've said this before in prior podcasts, but we remember that, that distribution is where you go to get a product mm-hmm. and the marketing is the reason why you're going there. Right. You know, nobody buys anything from Amazon just because it's on Amazon. They buy it because they need it and they know they can get it from Amazon and that's really convenient. Mm-hmm. But that's the mindset change. Is everybody picking up on that out there in podcast land? Like it's the mindset <laughs> change. Like how do we create the reason? Um, you know, if a cool, easy easy to use distribution platform was all that was needed to sell music, then indie artists and the major label artists alike would be in high cotton right now, selling like crazy on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I mean, same kind of principle applies. If, if all you, if all that mattered was a hamburger, everyone would go to just the closest hamburger place to their house. Good point. They pass hamburger places on the way to other hamburger places. Why? Well, they got hamburgers. But I like Marketing. these ones over here. I yeah. like these over here. Why do I like these? It could be any number of reasons. It could be the story they're telling, the story that it allows them to tell themselves. It could be prior experience, past yeah. history. That's where their friends go. That's where they're hanging out to meet buddies. People pass hamburger places on the way to hamburger places every day, all day, every day. Yeah, every day, every day. And so distribution <laughs> is not the problem. That's right. And so, you know, kind of like, listen, there's some subtle differences between one distributor versus another distributor. But if you, to me, those are like, I don't even think about those. 
I really mm. could care less about that. I care, I'm more worried about the reason. Like, how, why are they going to go? Why are they going to well, seek out my artist? Well, partly because it's not exclusive usually, right? You can get it on all this stuff. It doesn't take that much time. But yeah, what problems that right. solve for you? But okay, sometimes, sometimes you're making call. choices between, let's say, like CD Baby or... or um, uh, would be like TuneCore or iTunes or Tune. Yeah, well, TuneCore is like a big sort of aggregate. But yeah, I think they're different than CD Baby. And um, and there's, you know, there's subtle differences in there. And, and uh, when you're focusing on the, but, but that's like, it's just like, you know, it's like buying a car and worrying about like what tires are coming on or whatever. Like, man, does it work? Like, you can get a good deal. Like, just let's get down to the nitty gritty and then we'll worry, mm-hmm. you know, or worrying about. I don't know, something that's yeah, just, just insignificant. Yeah, like distribution is step four. You just got to worry about steps one through three first. Yeah, and people before put... Before distribution put, matters And they much. put too much weight on it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they think if they're on Reverb Nation that they're going to grow their audience. Well, they're not going to grow their audience on Reverb Nation because of Reverb Nation. Mm-hmm. They can grow their audience on Reverb Nation but be because of something else, right? Some right. other reason that people sought you out because you're marketing, because you're getting in front of new eyeballs, because you're... You're, they're, they're liking you, you know, customers, consumers need a reason, a reason to make the purchase that's worth it. And this is what's really important. Like the, the, and this is why, by the way, this is why music sales have, one big reason why music sales have tumbled is because the record industry has failed with, with, when radio as a just as the major distribution mechanism or or the major marketing tool, excuse me, has broken and no longer has the power to make the unfamiliar familiar, mm-hmm. the record industry has failed to f- to put worth into the music and they screwed it. Like I was just listening to a podcast this morning. They're talking about Napster. I, I I forgot about this until I heard this. I mean, I knew this. I forgot about it. I was reminded of it this morning when I was out walking Scooter McGee, and that's what I do. I'm like consume podcasts like crazy but all the record labels had the opportunity to mm-hmm. partner up with Napster yeah and they told him to go like one guy I, I can't remember who it was like held out and just screwed the pooch for everybody and so they mm-hmm. just did it their damn selves anyhow they didn't care and everybody yeah. was saying in the record is he's like it's gonna go to streaming it's gonna go to downloads like this is just gonna happen we have to get over it and mm-hmm. that one guy just he was the luddite he was like no no we're not gonna change and then that's what sort of like really wiped out the value of music but it, if it went down it can go back up again if you give them a reason right mm-hmm. we need the reason so I'm gonna share uh, you know some ideas with you but but first of all let's just talk about like best selling record last year Chris Stapleton. Million eighty thousand records. Mm-hmm. Um, second best was Blake Shelton, five hundred forty thousand. These people, they're fans. They got millions and millions and millions and millions of fans. Mm-hmm. These artists, right? The top ten artists got millions of fans who will happily pay one hundred fifty dollars for good seats to mm-hmm. see that artist play, and and sixty bucks for crappy seats up in the nosebleed section of the arena, right? Mm-hmm. So, is it about the money? No. Okay, so I've got all this money to go see him live. I'm familiar with this product. I'm familiar with Chris Stapleton. I love Chris Stapleton. I'm mm-hmm. going to go see Chris Stapleton. I'm going to pay good money to go see him, but I'm not going to buy the record. Isn't that weird? Why is it? Based on a 90s model, that's really weird. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just that they don't have a reason to buy it. But so, by the way, this is just sort of marketing 101 stuff. Put your widget here. It doesn't have to be music. But, uh, you know, don't you dare tell yourself the lie that it's because, you know, people can get it for free. That's not why they're not buying it. That is from a bunch of industry executives who can't understand the paradigm shift in the industry and won't address it. And so the first thing we do when we don't understand something is blame somebody else. That's just human Mm -hmm. nature, right? That's happened for thousands of years, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's about a million Bible stories that are like, somebody blaming somebody (laughs) else when they don't understand something. Like, it goes back that far. That's just the way we react, people. But if it was about being free, I mean, we buy bottled water. Mm -hmm. We can get that for free. And we spend three times the price of a gallon of gasoline to get bottled water that we can get for free. That's a dollar fifty a liter, three point seven liters in a gallon. Do the math. And if you take ten more steps into the bathroom and turn on the faucet, you could arguably get better tasting water, depending on who mm-hmm. you're buying it from. And that's the low grade stuff. I'm talking about the Sani, the city water from Atlanta. I'm not talking about um uh, Evian or Fuji or some of those bigger Mount Fuji or whatever, some of those bigger, um, mm-hmm. you know, those bigger brand names that are like super crystal clear. The gourmet water. Yeah. The gourmet water. Like, All so, right. so, um, it's not, a, it's not about the money. If they're going to, if they're going to spend you know, on the low end, 60 bucks to go see an artist, but they won't drop 1099 to buy the record. It's not because they don't have the money and it's not because they can get it for free. It's in, it's because they don't. It's not worth it to them. Okay. Now, some of the reasons it might not be worth it to them is because of, you know, they can see it on iTunes. But then, how please do you explain Taylor Swift six million records, mm-hmm. or Adele ten million records? Right. So it's it's about focusing on the reason. When you focus on the reason, then. That is where you want to put your energy. That will the, the 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 answers that come out of that are incredible. So, on the on just on the very basic end, right? What are your gifts? Why do consumers have a reason to care about you? Because you're first, not the music anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not the music anymore because it, the process is just they're not going to hear the music first. They're going to see you first. So you're first. Before, right. when radio was what broke music, radio was first, the music was first, so the music was first, because that's what we heard. It's just right. factual process stuff, you know? Well, like, back in the day with, you know, country radio, nobody knew Charlie Pratt was black. Right. Until they showed up at a show, they were like, what? Yep. <laughs> you know? By the way, About same with George Michael. They, they didn't you know, know he was white. Angel. There you go. <laughs> you got, like, you know, Kiss an Angel Good Morning and all this stuff. People were like, yeah, I love that guy, Charlie Pratt. Let me go to the county fair and go see him. They pull back the curtain, they're like... Wait, what? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> huh. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just got to process that for a second. That's his voice. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm on board. But yeah, people didn't people didn't know. So the music came first. That's right. So now it's you though. So so ask yourself like what reasons do consumers have to like you? You know, what are your gifts? Can you sing really? Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. good can you play really good um can you write really good can you rap really good can you dance can you know are you funny do you have a big personality like sit down and take an inventory of what your strong suit is and what's your weak by the way what are your weakest points mm-hmm. you know maybe you can sing like an angel but you suck at being in front of the camera i mean well then those are some stuff you got to work on but we can focus on the singing and not on the um the talking part, right? right. You can, I mean, that's, you can craft the experience to, 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 to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what like blew up Blake Shelton was getting on the voice. Yep. And great singer already had a solid career, really good singer, picked good songs, was having hits, but then a lot more people got exposed to his personality. Right. That they hadn't gotten before. Yeah. Some of them heard his music. They hadn't heard before. Cause he'd play on the finale or whatever, but mostly it was him doing his Blake thing in the chair, doing the little pointy finger at, you know, for yeah. Team Blank, Blake and all that stuff. It was, the, yeah, it was the uh, the little caterpillar I'm doing finger. the pointy finger. You can't there see you go. Now, but I'm doing the pointy <laughs> It was the personality. You're like, that dude's hilarious. I like him. Yeah. I'm, okay, who's this country guy? Because he's, he's awesome. His he's drunk fun. tweets backstage, like at every show. like <laughs> Yeah, all that stuff. I mean, that is what really made a big deal for me. Yeah, a lot more exposure, but it wasn't exposure to his music. It was exposure to him. Right. That's right. And, 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 and then they came and got his music. So that's a really mm-hmm. good point, actually. So share these actually. gifts that you have with the world on social media and, and let them get to know you. That's going to be the reason that they're going to seek you out on these different distributor platforms that you're on. Mm-hmm. Really good ways to do, to do reasons, you know. Uh, love what Wilkes did on his videos, right? Like, and mm-hmm. very simple one-shot videos. He's sitting in a chair, but he turned the room off. It's completely dark except for like one lamp. It's like very strategically tilted to mm-hmm. shoot this beam like across the room. And there he is on a seat in front of a microphone with an acoustic guitar and he's going to make you cry. You know, it's, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's so good. So, so he's focusing on, you know, at least with that particular song, the melody and the lyric here, and it's not about mm-hmm. like him uh, carrying on like I do in front of a microphone or whatever. He's a little bit more of a subdued kind of personality. But all you see on his videos is what works for him. Mm-hmm. And that creates the reason I want to see another one. Yeah. I can't I wait to see what, what he's, he's going to do, do. With it. Right. Now, let's take the opposite of Jason Wilkes with that godlike voice and, and amazing writing talent. Uh, look at David Lee Roth. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's an incredible front man, arguably one of the best front men ever to 
to to get on stage if you ask mm-hmm. me and uh and 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 he can sing okay he was actually wasn't a bad singer he just didn't bother to sing a whole lot <laughs> like you know on those i mean like back in the day if you listen to those van halen records he's not pitchy as all get out i mean he's he's he can sing the blues right on there and make it happen but he just never bothered to care about singing when he was live because it was like monkey hour with david lee roth because mm-hmm. his thing was like the big personality thing you know yeah and that was the reason that you went well it's like you you turn on the radio for the music you come to the show for the show that's right and 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 there was a you know a good reason so let me give you like another quick example like um so and and so here's another like marketing sort of myth that i debunked uh, in the new music industry. So everybody complains in the industry about MP3s and how crappy the quality is and the consumers mm-hmm. really don't know the difference. So why are we even doing Pro Tools HD, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Those are all valid points and they're all accurate. The consumers don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question, Brent. You could drive into, uh, and this is hypothetical because obviously you've never done this, but you could drive into any ghetto. You could drive into Compton uh, at 12 o'clock midnight and if you get in deep enough into Compton, you're going to find an eight-year-old kid selling crack, but he's wearing $300 Michael Jordan shoes. Mm-hmm. He's making 5000 bucks a day selling crack, and he's eight. Does he need an intern or anything? <laughs> but, so get that. He was born in 2009, mm-hmm. 16 years after Michael Jordan retired. I bet a thousand bucks that kid's never even seen a video of Michael Jordan play basketball. He doesn't connect with that brand. Why is he doing it? What's the reason that he bought those shoes? Now, he can spend $300 wherever he wants because he's making all kinds of money. But why Mm -hmm. did he choose those? Because everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? So here's another way that you can, if you understand that part of marketing, how you can create a reason for people to like what you're doing so, or, or to, to people to like something that you're trying to push. So with Bailey James, um, we address this sort of, uh, you know, the, 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 the value of music going down it, right along with the quality, right? Um, if uh-huh. consumers really understood quality, they would never have gone for CDs to begin with. We had stayed with records, you know, but mm-hmm. um, they didn't. And then they, the only reason they went to, what was the only reason they went to MP3s? Convenience. Well, one man. And, oh, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was one man. It was Steve Jobs from Apple. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and here was the slogan, a thousand songs in your pocket in 2003 when the iPod came out. Mm-hmm. So and, and that was the format, that super compressed format had to work to fit a thousand songs on the, on the one gig hard drive that they had. That's the only reason they were told to go there. Mm-hmm. So you can tell them to go the other place. If it was just about value, if it was just about money, we'd all be driving VWs. You know, we'd all be driving something super inexpensive, just that was sensible to get us to and from work and we wouldn't care. Uh, nobody'd be driving a, a BMW, nobody'd be driving a Ferrari, nobody'd be driving, mm-hmm. you know, some of the higher upper cell cars. So why not do that? Those those are about the story. That's right. The story you get to tell yourself when you're driving a BMW, the story you get to tell your neighbor when yes. you're driving a BMW, it's about the story. So back in the, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, you could get um, you could spend a lot of money on a stereo system at your house, right? With mm-hmm. the SACDs, you could buy an SACD player for 20 grand if you wanted to and have like a $10,000 amplifier and $20,000 speakers and you could have like a, a easily have a $50,000 system that sounded phenomenal. But I promise you that only like a small percentage of the people who purchased systems like that 
really could hear the difference. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just oh. did it for the same reasons you just mentioned with the cars. <laughs> All right. Because I want to talk about this at the party and tell everybody what I think about this. People like luxury. They like to feel luxurious, right? So now we're going down the road. I want to take everybody down. So when was the last year? Uh, and uh, This isn't a trick question if you don't know. And I don't expect you to know, Brent. But do you know the last year they started putting CD trays in computers? The last year they st- when they stopped? Yeah. It's in, I mean, you can still get one, but you got to pay like a lot of extra money, right? But yeah. they, they came standard in computers. They stopped doing that in 2012, okay? So, so when iTunes was first created in 2003, uh, you could either download the MP3s off of iTunes, the store, or mm-hmm. it, it allowed you to take all the music that you owned on CD and rip those songs off of there and upload them into your iTunes. But those weren't MP3s. Those were WAV files. Mm-hmm. WAV files better than MP3, Right. Right. So, so we said, okay, I sat down and said, well, with Bailey, if you go to Bailey, baileyjamescountry.com and look at her store, you will see, and feel free to buy anything that you want, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll, see, um, you'll see that she has the 99 cent MP3 downloads, but she also has HD downloads. And what do we know about HD? They're higher quality. That's right. HD's better. Right, mm-hmm. everybody knows that. Right. And and what what else do we expect about the price of an HD product? Well, with that added quality, is going to come added cost. That's right. So her HD downloads, which are just WAV files, but where are you going to get a WAV file these days? No, how, are gonna, how are you going to get that in your iTunes if you don't have a CD tray? Ah, see where I'm going with this. See, this is the stuff. This is the crazy crap I come up with. But uh, so HD file costs a dollar forty nine instead of ninety nine cents. It's fifty percent more. Why? Because it's better. That's true, mm-hmm. but now we got to give them a reason to care about it. So mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about the reason. What's the reason? The secret I need is, to, what's the reason? So we send out a video <clears throat> with Bailey. Hey, y'all, this is Bailey James. Listen, there's been a lot of talk about high-quality audio in the news lately with Jay-Z and Tidal and Neil Young and Pano Music. Spotify gives you better quality streaming if you pay for it than if it's free. HD Radio says they're better than XM Sirius Satellite Radio because they're... um, because they, they stream HD files as opposed to MP3s. And, uh, and then she puts her stamp of approval on it. And she says, and I got to tell you, I've been in the studio enough. I can hear the difference. Like, and then she tells them what to think. When I turn up, when I crank it up, I can hear the bigger lows and the smoother highs. And then she puts it back on them. And she says, but you know what? It doesn't matter what Jay-Z thinks or Neil Young thinks or Spotify thinks or, or what I think. It matters what you think. And the, by the way, subject line on this email was, I have another gift for you. And know that everybody that was on the list that we sent an email to got on that list by downloading an MP3 of her first single. Mm-hmm. So now we just gave them a free HD version of the same song. So mm-hmm. she's like, I've just attached an HD version of the same song that you already have. And the only thing I want you to do is to just crank them up back to back wherever you like to listen to your music, whether it's in the car, in your earphones, whatever, just turn it up, play them back to back and tell me which one you think is better. Hit me back on social media. So what happens there? Two things. Number one, we got them thinking about HD, Mm -hmm. right? And it's an inexpensive luxury, is it not? Yes. And then number three, what are they doing on social media? 
talking about it. Talking about every, of course, everybody says it's HD. You know, I mean, it's it's like it's like the way to craft an exit poll in a political. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're nationwide on ABC. It's like you know. Do you hate poor kids or did you vote for Democrat this year or whatever? You know, it's like, right, oh, exactly. you're live yeah. on national TV. No, I love poor kids. I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, okay, well, it's another vote for the Democrats. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's easy to spin that and get the reaction that you want. So, yeah. So, because who's going to go on there and say, I couldn't tell the difference? Right. Because that doesn't make you look good. That you just keep to yourself, right? Because you're saying, oh, my ears aren't, you know, tuned to that. My exactly. ears aren't good enough. I can't tell the difference because you're just assuming there is a difference. And if you can't hear it, you're assuming the problem's with you, not the HD. So exactly. I'm either going to climb up, tell her I can hear the difference. And even if it's a placebo effect, I can't really tell, but I think I do. And everybody that, and, and, and by the way, when you see everybody else on our social media saying that HD is great, well, you're just going to go along. You're just going to go along with the crap. So the end result was when we released her CD, like 85% of the sales that happened on her site, on her store, were HD sales. Wow. Because we gave them a reason, right? So, so and that didn't cost any more to produce. No, same. You already had it. You already just had didn't. You're <laughs> either gonna squeeze it down to an MP3. You just kept it unsqueezed. So, no extra cost, but you sold it for more, and it is a better, higher quality product. So yes. You're not making that up. Yeah, so we're not, there's, there's no, you know, there's no bait and switch here or anything going on. It's really a higher quality product. And we just called it HD because everybody understands what HD is, you know. And mm-hmm. most people probably understand a wave file. But I'm helping them get to the wave file that they can't get to if they bought a CD. They can't get it in their computer. They can't get it on their playlist, you know, uh, unless they have that high quality streaming stuff. So that's the point of creating a reason. Like when you're thinking and when you're long, when you're going through that exercise in your head, this is what's going to happen. And the biggest reasons that consumers will purchase anything from an indie artist these days is a relationship with the artist, you know. So the more that you can create that, you're creating reasons for for people to to want to support you, but it's going to be the relationship. You can't be antisocial on social media. You got to reach out. You got to talk with them, you know, and, and make sure that you're, that you're, that you're really thinking about this the right way. The distribution channels that you choose are not going to make or break your career. The, the, whether you market it and create relationships are what's going to make and break your career. So that's the dirty little secret of these companies like Spotify and Panda. Like, I feel like, I don't know whether, and I think it changes because, I mean, all of them, like Spotify, Pandora, Reverb Nation, iTunes, um, Bandzoogle, Bandcamp, Songtown, like, or Songcamp, or what? I, there's like a million of them, right? Songzoogle, mm-hmm. uh, Songza, like there's, there's, you know, Backstage, like all these companies sort of imply that, hey, if you come with us, you're going to get exposure. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, Spotify does it a little bit with playlists and stuff like that, but it's mainly geared towards the bigger artists that are on the major labels because that's who they're in bed mm-hmm. with. But um, this is certainly things that you can do, and, and we just gave you some really good ideas on on how to create some intrigue with you and give consumers a reason to... Uh, to want to purchase your music and a reason to seek you out. And just like Jay-Z, man, they'll find you. They'll find it. When they want it, they'll find it. Even if mm-hmm. it means getting it illegal, they'll find it. I mean, that is the ultimate demonstration of why distributors 
don't matter <laughs> as far as your sales are concerned. Like I just find in a back alley if I want it, you know what I mean? Just like a heroin addict mm-hmm. needs a cop, man. I'll just, you know, if I can't get it from my dealer, I'm going to go down to the street, you know, and, 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 and do that. So, so there it is. Um, man, that's the secret. It's not about the, you know, the, the, I think, by the way, I think some artists imply that cause they like, to your point, Brent, they want to see, mm-hmm. they want yeah. that to be the case. Right. Because it's easier, and we talked about it earlier uh, off off mic. But it, you kind of assume it solves two problems, where it really only solves one problem. The Spotify's and all that stuff it solves the problem of distribution. Where can people go and hear my stuff? It doesn't solve the problem of marketing. And without the marketing, the distribution doesn't do you much good because people won't know you exist. So why they why do you need to distribute it to people that don't know you exist? So that's the thing that that's kind of the secret too is they. We think they solve two problems. No, they solve one, and you got to have both solved. Yeah, and I mean, you know, not for nothing, but why? There, how many artists out there listening to us right now have uploaded a song via one of these distributors, like like TuneCore, or DistroKid, or whatever, and it's you know twenty, thirty bucks a year, and then and when the year came up, you just didn't renew it because it wasn't worth the forty bucks. <laughs> You know, so how did the distributorship help you, man? It didn't. Like, I, and I'm not talking right. bad about them. I'm just saying, like, they got this. They got this job over here. It's got nothing to do with marketing. Right. It's two different things. Two different things. Yeah. So, anyway, um, hey, uh, if you want to learn more about some of this stuff, like that we've done with Bailey, and that we've that we do at Daredevil with our artists, and how we help them find their audience and grow their audience, and really get on the right track. To, um, I mean, all my artists right now seriously have bigger footprints and more fans than half the darn signed acts that aren't famous. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they do. That's, I mean, I keep running into that day after day, but if you want to, uh, you know, to get into, to find out how to do that, I, I, we're, we're available to you here at Daredevil. I'm available to you for, for consultation calls. Reach out to me at info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. And I'll be happy to um, look over all your social media, look over your website, look over your web store, and we can talk about how to, uh, you know, get things tightened up and really get your message across, some good ideas for branding and some strategies that you can use on social media to get your good art in front of new eyeballs who are starving to see something that's really good. And that's the key there. So... Um, uh, yeah, just give us a buzz. But anyway, guys, um, that brings us to the end of another killer episode of The Climb. If you like what you hear, share it. We've got a reputation. Spread it around. And um, leave a rating and review. Keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.